talk about it of course we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about march madness that's going on it started we are beyond grateful that miles decided to still do the show after kentucky losing so mm. by the time i see this you already know kentucky lost so this man is committed he's committed to the podcast because even while in pain he's on the show recording you already know take care of some house rules make sure y'all go subscribe Make sure you follow, make sure you like, make sure you turn on notifications on IG, on YouTube. We are on all streaming platforms. Rate us five stars. You may ask, why do you want us to rate you five stars and write a review? Because we're just trying to grow, just like you're trying to grow. Greg, Mr. Hot Takes, debate your mother, sends me in. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready to discuss some of this mobility in football, man. Let's talk about it. CJ Money Bags, how you, how you doing tonight? Speaking about mobility, I wish I had some mobility in the chair. Y'all think it's funny to steal chairs when a dude goes to the bathroom. Like, come on out. What are we doing? What are we doing, bro? He said mobility on purpose. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're literally, oh, I'll post a clip so y'all can see. The previous episode, Chris was in a completely different chair. Y'all, y'all get it. Then. <laughs> That'd be a funny blooper for the people to see. Facts, Miles Shiesty, how you doing tonight? I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you is. I feel good. <laughs> Yo, that's funny. He got he got me in a banquet hall chair. Like <laughs> this ain't right. Hey yo. So speaking of comfortability and mobility and all those things. I don't think Aaron Rodgers right now is comfortable being in Green Bay. Devontae Adams now is a Las Vegas Raider, reunited with his old college teammate, Derek Carr. What are y'all thoughts on this trade? What do y'all see for Green Bay? Like, I thought you was, I thought, you know, you signed Aaron Rodgers to the big deal. You supposed to. It was all reports talking about they was going to work it out with Devontae Adams. You keep that pair together. What's going on in Green Bay? And shoot, we definitely have to talk about this too. After we touch on Green Bay, that AFC West is going crazy this year. So, Greg, wherever you want to start it, I'm pretty sure we can start Green Bay, but we got two heavy ones right there. What's going on in Green Bay and AFC West? Good Lord. The, the Green Bay aspect of it doesn't make any sense unless, and I'm thinking about this in real time. 
The only way it makes sense is if they tried, they didn't want to pay Dante Adams that money. Obviously, they didn't. But the reason why they didn't want to pay him the money is to clear up cap space so they could allocate the money to different parts of their football team and get better. Adding more, more, adding more depth on the offensive line, defensive line, corners, spending money in other, other areas. Didn't they say that they wanted to pay, they but Devontae wanted out? Yeah, he didn't want to be here. Is that what it was? Yeah. All right, that he makes didn't no, want to be yeah, it makes no damn sense at all. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, it doesn't make any sense. that You had the best wide receiver in football. Devontae Adams has legitimately been the best wide receiver in football. They burned that bridge. They, he said but, he'd never play under the franchise tag, and then they and franchise they tag. Him. tag. But I thought they tagged him to buy themselves time to to get to a deal. Yeah, and then they lowballed him, I guess. And I they mean, pissed him off on the contract now. He gave him 23. He ended up with like almost 29 per year. So, yeah. Probably lowball and probably look, <clears throat> we had all this time. I told, like you said, I told you I don't franchise tag him. <clears throat> y'all had Green Bay front office. Y'all had nothing else to do. Y'all wasn't supposed to see y'all families for the next couple months. This was be done <laughs> before. <laughs> I told you I don't franchise tag me. And I did it anyway. Wasn't playing games with them, so I don't know where they go from here. Like, I feel like the other aspect of it was there's a lot of uncertainty when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Like, are you in? Are you out? And I know Devontae Adams didn't want to catch passes from Jordan Love, so he's like, y'all, y'all better pay me some bread. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he gets to play with his old college QB and he gets Derek the, Carr. He gets the heck out of Wisconsin. Yes, that's a win. And he goes back home. <laughs> that's a win. He goes back home. Real, I think the real thing is he want to get the heck out of Wisconsin. I don't blame him honestly. Yeah. What, what's out there? Which what's what's it like being black in Wisconsin? You get a lot of good supply of cheese. We're, we're in bubble coats all year I round. I don't know if black people getting cheese out there. North faces. <clears throat> North. We're wearing that all year round. June first got a bubble coat on. <laughs> they got to look like Swiss cheese out there. I'll tell you what though, this is this is a big win for for Derek Carr. Obviously, a receiver that he's comfortable with, a receiver that he knows, but it it's gonna allow so much more for their offense. You Ooh. you have Darren Waller, who is a star at the tight end position, arguably one of the best tight ends in in this league, mm-hmm. top top three tight end for sure, um, and has led them year after year in receptions and receiving yards, right? And Hunter Renfro, the year he had last year, coming into his own 1,000-yard season, paired with Darren Waller, who had, a what, 600 and something yards this year. He was injured for a few games, only played 11 games. But having him at full healthy strength, plus Devonta Adams, who's going to draw double coverage, which is going to free up Renfro and going to allow Darren Waller to continue to make plays down the field, it's going to be amazing for their offense, and I think this is exactly the leap that uh, Derek Carr is going to need to make. I think, yeah, I think this will definitely facilitate in that. They still have a good running game. So just, just imagine that. We're going, to, we're going to have to run a game with Jacobs, right? The play action on that. If that running game is going at any point in the game, you Devontae Adams over top, you got Renfro, you got Waller, who can go deep too. 20 yards right there. Derek Carr might have a breakout season this year, like statistically, probably one of. That's a nice amount of weapons right there. Like they're they're actually trying to put him in a position to actually succeed and, yeah. and do well. One thing that came to mind too is they lost Henry Ruggs, so they might go get the speedy receiver in, in the draft right here. Or they might go get a guy like Olave or something like that to blow the top of the defense because Devontae Adams isn't a blow the top of the defense kind of guy. He's just a I'm gonna kill you in every way imaginable kind of guy, but. He, he doesn't exactly. He's not. He's not a speedster. 
I think they still have Deshaun Jackson, actually. Now that I think about it, I they don't do. Know if, he's, if, I don't know. If they I think he was, he was on one year. He was right? on one year. I don't know. If, yeah, so they don't have to bring him back. But I mean, even with the play action, like we know he's not a speedster. But if the, if Jacobs is going and he's rolling yeah. in the game, he don't got to be fast for that. We do a play action. You scared of him getting another seven yards running the ball? Devontae could be could run a four seven. He'll get open. I think yeah. they signed Chandler Jones this offseason too. Yeah. yeah. They, so they, so this team could win a Super Bowl. Let's just, let's just keep it a buck. Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, opposite sides. Yes, Ooh. this team could win a Super Bowl. You can win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr as your quarterback. You do not need yes, – you, you don't need Herbert. You don't need Wilson. You don't need any of these top-tier guys. Carr is a very good quarterback, and you win a Super Bowl with him. And he's going to get – he's going to have his best statistical season because of the chemistry he already has with Devontae Adams. And the, where Devontae Adams' game is now as opposed to where it was in college, the chemistry these two guys are going to have and how fast it's going to happen. It's not going to take very long. It's going to happen quickly. You guys like These guys are like family. So when they get on the field together, it's, it's going to get scary. It's going to get real scary because it's easy to throw to an open target. And that guy creates so much separation on his routes. It's not even funny. He's a route master. Route master flex. That's what he is. <laughs> Speaking of wide receivers, just, just real quick. Obviously, he's not going to the Raiders, but obviously Packers are in need of a, a number one wide receiver. Not saying that this guy is a number one wide receiver, but but where do you think Julio Jones will go? Yeah, because he's out there now in free agency. Not I don't think he's a number one wide receiver anymore. But I mean, what do you think? I'm him, I'm just taking a one year deal somewhere to rebuild my reputation. Because I mean, these last two years have been rough in- for him. He's been out like every other week. It's like eighty percent of the games he's missed. He needs to do exactly what AJ Green did: sign that one year contract, go go ball somewhere, do really well in that one year, get an extension. But where where he Question. goes? Yeah, go to the Chiefs. He is he's definitely gonna sign with a Super Bowl contender. You have you have to. Yeah. And, and these, even these... though he was with the Titans, I mean Tannehill's not Mahomes, yeah, or Herbert or any of these young quarterbacks coming up. So that's what you got to look at. You got to look at one of these young quarterbacks. Wait, I, I the Chiefs they don't they don't have a spot because don't they still uh they want man Josh Gordon to try? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but they lost Byron Pringle today to the Bears. Something ridiculous. They lost a couple of guys. They might they might have a spot for him, but another place I can see him going to play is um, the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not in the building. We're not. We're not in contending business these days. That's not going to be a while for that. But um, I, no. I, I, why don't I lose my train of thought? There's a. I just had the. I just had the Tampa team. Bay. Ooh, the Bills. The Bills. Yeah. The Bills. Is what I was thinking. They can. He can go to the Bills. Because mm. they're going to lose Cole Beasley. They lost Cole Beasley. You know, yeah, they I, released him. Cole oh, Beasley's going to go get a shot oh, somewhere sure. else. Someone else <laughs> someone, someone's going to appreciate that. Yeah. Cole Beasley? He's anti-vax. Anti-vax. So, right. So, Julio yeah, Jones. Him and Stephon Diggs would be nasty. If he could stay healthy. That's the big that, risk. The last, yeah, the last two years has always but been you have if he Gabe, stay you have Gabe Davis has, has his insurance. Yeah. Like, Davis. it's a perfect place for him. Even if he's injured, you don't really feel the injury. You and don't really feel it, you know? You don't you miss You can see they're taking risks right now. Like yeah. They just gave Von Miller the bag. You're selling out to win a championship. Yeah. Stay there then. With Buffalo. Von Miller got the bag. Buffalo Bills. I mean, we just mentioned the Raiders. We just mentioned the Broncos. AFC is loaded this year. And something that one of our our guests that was on, Tanner, said he's a Rams fan. And what he said was fact. Rams, for example, the Packers, they're going to have a way easier time getting to the Super Bowl than teams in the AFC. Hmm. The Bills, 
with these additions that they've done, you said they're they're going all in to try to get try to win a ring. Have they done enough, you think, to put them in that position? Like with everything that's going on in the AFC, just the AFC West alone, like are the Bills, do you consider them still one of the top contenders? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, they still got Josh Allen, so that's one step ahead of the game. Now they needed sort of an elite pass rusher to get after these young quarterbacks because, I mean, as we saw in the playoffs, Mahomes and him can go back and forth. You got to put pressure on them and, and get them off their element. So that's that's kind of what they need to do. They got. They, I think it's self to draft from the pass rusher, in my opinion, too. I don't know if Gregory Rousseau had shown enough last year to you know have enough faith to believe that he's going to eat and eat on a line where Von Miller's probably getting double teamed. Maybe. Ed Oliver's in that line, too. I, I don't think he's, he's been okay. incredible since he's been drafted, even though he was supposed to be great coming out of Houston. So I think they'll draft another edge guy, too. But that team isn't ready for a championship, period. That team is – offensively, you know what they are, even though the Giants have pawned a couple guys from them. But, you know, you know what they are offensively, and and I don't think that much has to change there. They're, they might go after a wide receiver. I think they definitely go after a wide receiver mm-hmm. in this year's draft as well. But the, the positions they're going to they're gonna go after, a wide receiver and edge – and they're going to be ready to, ready to play for a championship. That's that's what, And in these next two years, that's what this is about. It's about winning a championship in this little window where you, where you had the cap space because it's going to get real tight when the, when that, when the okay. extension, when Josh Allen's extension really hits you in the cap. Yeah. Then you're going to have – it's going to be real hard to win a championship. you got to do it now. It's your window. With everything that's happened so far, and obviously the draft has not happened yet, as you mentioned, right? Who would you say are your top three contenders, Super Bowl contenders in the AFC? I mean, you got to put the Bills. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Chiefs, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. got to be up there, and then Oakland. I, I, I did. I was going to say the Raiders. He, he said the three teams I was going to say. The Raiders, I think, are a Super Bowl contender. I think they're more dangerous than but than the than the Broncos are. I think the Raiders are better than the Broncos are after the moves they've made. I don't know why, but if, it kind of feels like the Browns when they were getting all these Super Bowl predictions a year ago. I don't know why, but it's just giving me. It's giving you that feel. That feel. Well, yeah, it's the offensive line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the offensive line. I think in, in in Denver, we touched on this last week. The offensive line. Even I didn't think about this, but they're just not that great, you know. And they can they can invest assets or in the draft and, and maybe bolster the offensive line. I think they will. But if you're looking at these two teams side by side, the uh, the Broncos and the Raiders, uh, the continuity of last year, what they did last year under the uh, under the interim head coach Zakia, what they did. And then you add, go out there and get the best receiver in football. And he has already has a relationship, a great relationship with your quarterback. And you go out and add Chandler Jones to your defensive defensive line where you already have Max Crosby on that line. They need help with the defensive secondary for sure. They're not, they're not done there. They need to get some corners. The corners are horrible. After corners have, have murder charges on them. So they need to make sure they get guys that don't have criminal records on them. But if they do that and these guys are available, this team is dangerous. I, so I like them more. Right now, y'all put Las Vegas, AFC West. Y'all got Las Vegas Raiders over Kansas City. I don't know. They just got to get a wild card. The Chargers, too. The Chargers. The Chargers. The Chargers, Chargers JC Jackson. Yeah. You know, JC Jackson. Do you know what I'm going to say? And Khalil Mack. You know what I'm going to say? Some good additions. You know what I'm going to say? Well, the Chargers are going to be the Chargers. Yes. <laughs> the Chargers, the Chargers. Some teams just don't win. And, and, and Jay, Jay, Jay Herbo, as good as he is, you know, I I just I, I have my concerns. I forgot who. So somebody hit up the uh, podcast on on the DM and was you know happy about the size of the Chargers. And one of the things I mentioned in it too is like these are great additions, but will a coach get in the way again? 
going for it on every fourth down. <laughs> like, yeah. Every the single Colts, fourth and 15, go for it. These are great additions. Well, game but, they had. No, yeah, yeah but I'm, I, yeah, I'm but ridiculous. This was a trend the whole season. At least. He, he it was, was going, fourth and six, fourth and five. He was six for six on fourth down in that game, too. Yeah, yeah. and that's because he trusts his quarterback. And, I mean, I mean, that's why, and that's another reason why Herbert's better than Russell Wilson. But I digress. <laughs> See how each other just sneak that in there and then just move on. Right. I digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't, don't trust the Chargers, bro. Says it, I, I, I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. I digress. The point is, I, I just think. You know what it really is, because Russ don't listen to future. Russ don't listen to future, so I can't. I can't. You listen. I can't say the Lecrae thing again because I know we got some Lecrae listeners. (laughs) That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, you listen to Lecrae. (laughs) You know that's what it really boiled down to because Greg went to a Seahawks practice and he didn't hear no future and felt some type of way. Future came on and Russ Russ ran over. Russ don't even listen to Kirk Franklin. What's the next team we talking about? Yeah, so let's, <laughs> let's keep it in a let's keep it tri-state area. Your Jets, your Jets have been out here making some moves. Are the Jets obviously not going to go to an extent and be prisoners of the moment and gas everything up? Do you think the Jets, with the additions that y'all have, again the draft has not happened, but free agency is kind of the big part of the NFL because the draft you have some of those players that come ready now. Some are more projects. Are they just a playoff team this year? I mean, it's tough. We got a tough schedule, but we've made some moves that that are going to improve the defense. Like we, we got a couple underrated moves at corner with DJ Reed. We brought in Jordan Whitehead from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, we we got the two tight ends, one from Cincinnati and the other one from Minnesota. So I like that two-headed punch right there. And if you look at the, the Shanahan offense, they kind of like tight ends a lot more than, you know, big play receivers. So I'm wondering what direction they go in the draft. But, I mean. What do you think about the Lake and Tomlinson uh, signing? That was great, too. I mean, all these moves are just set up to support the quarter, quarterback that we have right now. Because, I mean, we haven't done a good job in the past doing that. So next, I think. Defensive end is a need, and receiver now is a need too, because we need all the weapons. Because it's a passing league now, and I mean we can't get by with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore is going to be good, a lot better in year two. But like we need more than that. Yeah. So where where did Amari uh, uh, really Cooper go again? Brown, uh, Browns. Browns. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Never mind. They did it. Um, <laughs> anyway. They got their own turmoil going yeah. on. Over before we even, before, even, before we even start that whole um, pre-divorce situation. Uh, we're gonna go to your team next. Yeah. You guys did some big signings for that O line. Yeah, one of one of the first uh moves in free agency for, for a big offensive lineman. We got Alex Kappa from from the Bucks and we got uh Ted Ted Karras, I think his last name is yes, from sir. uh the, the pass. And and the beauty about that that guy is he can play both center and he can play guard. Um so Trey Hopkins might be up out of there. Um but that that's gonna be huge for us. And it just shows that we're looking to protect Joe Burrow at all costs now. And that's that's what it comes down to. We still need to figure out the right side. And hopefully we'll address that in the first two rounds of the draft, whatever needs to be done. But um, the Bengals are in a good position right now. The only thing uh, that, that really hurt us is we lost Joby. You know, he, he left, got a big contract. We obviously lost our tight end, signed Hayden Hurst today to a one-year deal. But um, if we can get uh, a backup for B.J. Hill, we resigned our, our – uh, 
defensive lineman, if we can get a backup for him, someone to rotate in with him in the draft, another pass rusher, we'll be good. And don't count us out for uh, Leo Collins, too, from the Cowboys. Yeah. He got released we're today. Not, we're not. We're not by any means bringing that terrible organization up. Um, <laughs> we're not bringing them up. It'd be a good signing for them, though. It'd be a really good signing for them. I'm If I'm Dak, I'm looking like, what, what, what are we doing here? If I'm yeah. Dak, what? If I'm Zeke, what are we doing here? They have not really made any moves. They're trying to shed money. Cause they lost I mean, a lot of people. They lost, they lost Cedric them. Wilson. They're they lost Amari Cooper, yeah. Leo Collins. Yeah, they're they're set. They had to make Dak restructure. His yeah, it's because Zeke's contract is killing them now. Hey, if you make somebody restructure, it got to be Zeke first. He ain't like, doing it. I know he's, he's not doing, but I'm saying with his production lately, you the first you chance be the first they get to, to cut him or get him up out of town, they don't get him up out of there. The they first better, chance they, they get. hope it's before uh, Pollard is up for next. Time. Yeah, because the Pollard's better. Your backup can't be better yeah. than your starter. That's the weird thing about it. Yeah. Or you can't be paying your backup starter money if you're going to bend Zeke and start Pollard. Mm-hmm. Makes zero sense. They really messed this thing up. And thank you for the example, Cowboys, because now I know what my Giants are not going to do, which is pay Saquon Barkley. We're not paying him. So facts. And speaking of your Giants. Well, he wasn't even on that level of a Zeke. He, he he just hadn't played enough. Yeah, he hadn't played point. enough. He just hadn't played. Yeah, but yeah, we're not. No chance we're paying him. Uh, please continue. Oh, I just want to perfect transition. Don, to, 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 the to, Giants, to the New York Danny Dimes days are limited. Obviously, now you bring right. in. Well, it's a short leash with Tyrod. Right That's what I'm saying. His days are limited. He he don't have as much as y'all said. You know, before free agency started, like we're going, we believe in Danny Dimes. Y'all went. And sign, my brother. Man. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the sign, the Tyrod Taylor, Taylor signing, um, is writing on the wall for Daniel Jones in terms of his future being up in New York. I don't think that's what it is. I think that the Giants have been running out their mediocre, these mediocre, mediocre QB twos for a long time with Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm. The list is Colt McCoy, and they can't do that because it's Daniel Jones gets hurt. It's huh? A, it's a two-year. Deal. Oh yeah, and and they might they might have him at an idea where like, hey, he could be our bridge guy if Daniel Jones doesn't work out. They have to. I first of all, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. I'm not going to say Daniel Jones for sure isn't going to work out because I don't know that to be the case. I think he still can play. I think I would not be surprised if Daniel Jones is, is a Kirk Cousins situation, where okay, he has a good enough year to justify bringing him back. Maybe you're not you're picking high enough to draft. Your next quarterback in the future, you don't have the draft capital to go up and get your guy in the, in the next draft. So mm-hmm. you keep him, you franchise tag him, franchise tag him until you get your guy in there. That could be what happens. And hopefully you handle that situation better than Washington did because Washington went out there and signed Carson Wentz, which is garbage. He wore the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life, by the way. That was the <laughs> ugliest, the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life. That crazy was so part is crazy part. My man said, no, I've had this in the closet for a while. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they finally get to wear it. <laughs> for what? Why were you even saving that? What what occasion? His wife bought it for him. All right, anyways, so, so, so you know, with, with the Giants situation, I think that Daniel Jones can be a guy who survives here. But the, let's, talk, let's talk about the signings. Get, let's get off Daniel Jones. It ain't about Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor, I love it. I think Tyrod Taylor is – is last year he played phenomenal football up until the injury, yeah. came back, kind of tailed off a little bit. But he's also playing for the Texans, so whatever. You know, it was what it was. I think he can be a really good backup for us. And I think we've one of the best backups in football now, which I love. I love the situation for us. It can come in and operate the offense. They've made a couple of signings on the offensive line. I like two just to add some depth. They have obviously they have the the best draft capital of any team. They have I think they have like 10, te- 10 picks in the top one hundred miles. Don't look like that. Ten picks in the top one hundred, 
And this is a draft where the first round is not the richest part of the draft. It's your mid-round picks that are going to make you some money. So you can go get Trey McBride, the tight end, who we need a tight end. We can go get a tight end. We can go get offensive line help. We can go get um, Zion Johnson from Boston College, guys like that. You know, Alec Lindstrom out of, you know, BC. Like, we can get guys to help fill out the rest of the line, have something something really nice and sustainable around here. I think there are some more big cuts coming from the Giants. For all the Giants fans listening, there's some more big cuts coming. James Bradbury is having a cut or traded, and you already lost Logan Ryan today. I think there's another one coming. Where do you go? Nothing would surprise me. He's got released? Who? Logan Ryan? Logan Ryan got released today. There was no trade market for dude, uh, which is weird to me. But, uh, you know. He's going to ball out wherever he goes. He's a good player. He's a good player. He just wasn't a fit here. I, th- I do find it interesting they cut him because they didn't really sure save much asked money. For it, I don't I, think it's either he, he asked for He's it. from the area. He's from South Jersey. So it's either, not... He seemed excited when we made the signings on Twitter. He was like talking about Dayboy. Oh, I'm excited. Yada, yada. I don't know if he asked for it. I think the Giants let him go because he was in the fit with what schematically what Wink wants to do. I, I think that's more likely what it is. Wink blitz all blitz all the time. And I know Logan is a good is a relatively good blitzer. I think Jabril Peppers is a better fit for our defense than than Logan is. Wait, is he still a free agent? Jabril is a technically a free agent right now, but he'll probably be signed with the Giants because he had an injury. It's just easy to rehab here. You know what I mean? So I, I think the Giants, you know, they're doing what they have to do. They, you have to undo the mess that Gettleman made. It ain't gonna be pretty. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants won six games this year, six, seven games. We'll see how this thing all plays out. That is that let's put is, it on the calendar. Because what happened last year? Six ain't, six ain't really last a year it was ten. It was ten. Ten, ten is seven. And, and a lot hey, of people fell into the trap. I will say this. Expectations. I will say this. I will say this about, about the free agency. I think the Giants are finding the right thing. Stop overspending. All this overspending stuff is overblown. Teams that overspend, I know they, their, win, their wins go up in the next, the following year. But long term, those signings always come back to bite you in the butt. I mean, look, look at, at Jacksonville. Look at the areas. Yo, Jacksonville's doing exactly what Jacksonville's out here like they cash money in the 99. Bro, 2000s. but they're doing exactly what Gettleman did last year. It doesn't work. And also, Christian Kirk making as much money as God is weird. Okay? It's just weird. Last they, I checked. Last I checked. The numbers on Kirk that. Kirk had a touchdown last year. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> He's the number three highest paid wide receiver right now. Which is wild. Kirk He's is not that Kirk is not that good. He's not that good. You know, a third number three. No. He's not even a top five wide receiver. He got, he got, eight, he got, got eighty-four million, right? Yo, Zay Jones got thirty M's from them. Zay Jones got thirty M's. They gave Evan Ingram ten million dollars to go drop balls out there. Zay Jones had two touchdowns over the past two yeah. seasons. If I'm Zay Jones, I'm saying what I said too. That oh, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. Y'all just paid me the bag that I was not getting anywhere else. Right? Anywhere else. Trevor Lawrence is going to be good though. Of course, I'll go up there and be like, I don't want to put pressure on him, but I think Trevor Lawrence is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I ain't got no choice but to say that. That is me this bag. I don't deserve this bag. Support the organization. Also, what is going on with Zay Jones' head? Y'all see that picture of his hair, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's bad. Uh, it's bad. <laughs> Nigga, like, easy eat. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it, Miles? Who, who did they get as their coach? The Jags? Yeah. Who did the Jags get? What do you got? got Doug Pete. Doug Peterson. Doug right. Peterson, that's Doug right. Peterson. Yeah, yeah. All right. They got a good coach. Mm-hmm. They got a good coach. He gets a lot of the tight end. Got a good coach, yeah. But I, they have Dan Arnold, and they went and spent $10 million on Evan Ingram. Make it make sense. Why did you do that? Dan Arnold's a better player than Evan Ingram. I'm not sure why you needed a $10 million backup at that position. This is a weird way to allocate your money. doesn't make a lot of sense. Evan, Evan's going to be the backup? Who? Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram's the backup. He's a tight end, too, over there. He's not better than Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold catches the ball, so that's for starters. Mm. That's where you start. Yeah, mm. Evan can't catch. Mm. He catches like he catches the ball like with a gator chop. Who catches footballs like that? Like that didn't make any sense. 
You're not no, with the Jacksonville Jaguars too, doing it reeks of desperation. Because when they announced that uh, the signing on Instagram, the highlight that they showed of Evan Ingram catching the ball was him like ripping it out of the air like that in the end zone. He makes some cool plays. The guy just the guy looks good running. He he looks good when he makes plays, but he just most of the time doesn't make plays. It's just that simple. A lot of the picks that Daniel Jones has thrown in his career is just bounced off his hands. He's got hands made of cement. So, you know. Moral of the story is Daniel Jones not as bad as you think, and Evan Ingram is is worse than you think. <laughs> Moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, one thing I can say about Greg, man's loyal, bro. Yeah. The man is loyal. I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as people think, bro. See, this is how I was with Sam Darnold. No, it ain't Sam Darnold. Daniel Jones is better than Sam Darnold. I gave up. Hell no. Daniel's better than Sam Donald. Yes. Daniel Jones is better than Sam Donald. You're out of your mind, bro. No way. Run it up in the polls. Run it up. <laughs> Daniel Jones is better than Sam Donald, bro. Sam Donald's Sam Donald's <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's won games. Daniel Sam Jones has... <laughs> Give me a break, bro. And what is Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones is not. Why do you think they brought Tyrod in? Yo, <laughs> it's an insurance policy. The guy no, always gets hurt. No. The guy yeah. always gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. And he's gonna be up out of here. He's gonna be on the bench by week six. No, you won't. You think he's just supplant him like that? Just, a, just come in here and supplant them. I already got. They already got a better quarterback on the roster. Damn, I yo, listen. I think that Tyrod Taylor is gonna compete for the spot. I do think it's gonna happen. I, I do. I just think Daniel's gonna win the job. Okay, it's his job to lose. I expect him to win the job and play good football most of the year, and we'll see where it takes us. With, with a good, with good offensive line play, what happens against the Saint? What happened against the Saints will happen. Week in and week out. That's who he is when you give him good line play. That's who Daniel Jones is. Daniel Jones is close, closer to, I'm telling you, like, it's a, it's a closer to Kirk Cousins Come than on anything now. else. You can't say stuff like No, that. I can't. Why not? <laughs> I watch him all the time. Like I watch him all the time. He's not He's not Sam Donald. Sam Donald is inaccurate, okay? You saw the Giants did to him last year. When, Dan, when Daniel Jones played a good game against against Sam Donald, they went head-to-head. Head, head, head head. Okay, go look at the head-to-head head matchup. What happened? Sam Donald played like trash. I think four, four interceptions, five interceptions. Really What's Daniel Jones' excuse? What? What do you mean? He played well in that game. Daniel Jones' problem wasn't the interceptions last year. It's it's it was really the offensive ineptitude all around. It wasn't like he was the reason why the Giants were bad. Daniel Jones is not the reason why the Giants are bad. The Giants are bad because of ineptitude everywhere. The offensive line is horrible. The receivers can't stay on the field. The receivers don't run crisp routes. Evan Ingram's just the ball's bouncing off his hands and hitting him in the face and all types of crap and turning it into interceptions. Okay, it's not Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not the Giants' main problem. Okay, I, what I'm saying is facts. If you watch the Giants, I'm, I'm, I'm telling y'all facts right now. You got to take it for what it is. You know, Sam Donald not better. I hope. Tua not better either, by the way. Oh, hell. Went and got, uh, went and got Teddy B. Went and got Teddy B. We're not doing this again. Hey, went and got Teddy B. We're not doing this again. I'll say to this right now. I'll say this right now. Neither of them can hold a candle to Joe Burrow. No one's talking about Joe Burrow. You don't give a damn about Cincinnati. No one can hold a candle to Joe Burrow. He's bull mine. You feel me? And for all y'all listening, I'm an OG Cincinnati fan since 95, baby. So, talk about Cincinnati. Like, <laughs> same situation. It's two a days number with them bringing in Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. Are we looking at the same type of situation? We, Think about it's it. It's another situation like them where New he gets hurt pretty often. What new coach you think he wants? McDaniel comes in. McDaniel comes in. I don't think Daniel comes in. Because look, look, remember, remember, point this point out. Let's point this fact out, right? Part of the issue why Flores got the heck up out of it is because he didn't believe in Tua. I highly, highly doubt whoever got hired was not basically told 
Tua is our guy. So you're going to start off with Tua, but start I think, off. I think, like he said, Tua at some point is going to get injured. Teddy B's going to step in, be the professional that he is. Great backup. He's going to ball out. They're going to get on a winning streak. And then it's going to be a situation where we're going to be like, again, when Fitzpatrick was doing well, do we bench Fitzpatrick or bring back Tua? I think it's going to be the same situation. So to my point, yeah, but the, to my point, Tua is not safe out here in these streets. And I don't know why we're giving him the nod over Daniel Jones like he's any better at all. They're in the same situation. They're in the same situation. New coach come in, new regime come in, new system come in. Okay, cool. But Daniel's going to eventually get his guy at quarterback. That is not his guy. For it to start out, yes, cool, whatever. He'll, he'll kumbaya, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do all the Hawaiian dances to him, want to do all that. And wow. then and then they're also going to run a different offense than whatever they were running with. The, run heavy. Run heavy. You know, San Fran, run heavy play offense. Action. Play action. That's his game. Play action. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure the Giants are gonna, other guy I'm sure I'm sure the Giants are going to implement I got the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I've got Brian Dillon in the best one, you know the best offensive football. Why would I be worried about it? I, I should September? feel better about my situation. Can't wait. I should feel better about Can't my wait. situation in Tua. If I'm Daniel Jones, I feel better. I'm in better hands. I have offensive minds all around me. I tell it's you off- this. I tell you real. this. You just mentioned all those offensive minds, right? If you don't play well this year, he's you gone. Not, you don't. No, of course we, yeah. we we already know he's gone anyway. Yeah. I'm saying you can't come on the show and defend this man the way you defend this man. If yeah, he don't succeed, here, I'm gonna buy you a Tua shirt, and you gotta wear it on the episode. <laughs> 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 One quarterback that's back that low key might, outside of Devontae Adams thing happening, it was probably the biggest news in NFL. Tom Brady spent two months, took his kids on vacation, took Giselle on a couple shopping sprees, and was like, "This ain't it for me. I'm back." But the Bucks team don't look like the same Bucks team that went to the Super Bowl. What's going on? with that situation in Tampa. Brady's back, but they don't really look like a Super Bowl contender. I mean, they signed back Godwin. He's back there. But they they lost offensive linemen. One retired. Should have Tom Brady just, you know, stayed at home? Because this don't look he's he's only he's only here to get rings. He's in the same category with Braun. I'm here to get rings. Brady already has the records now. Braun's still chasing the record. Brady has the records. With how this team is set up, this not a this not is this a really a, a Super Bowl contender? No, but that's why I mean I can see them going after Julio Jones heavy because I mean Godwin's going to be out for the beginning, yeah. beginning of the the season, and him and Mike Evans is a good pair right there, and they're not bringing Antonio Brown back. So if Tom Brady's going to throw passes, he needs weapons, and I mean this team is lacking in that big time. I mean, I think what Fournette's going. Is he? Where'd he go? Is, is, I, he might be. I don't know. They they lost a lot. They got raided. Yeah, <laughs> they got raided in, in free agency. Luckily, they brought their center center back. Who's yeah, Jensen. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got worse still. The left tackle still held down with Donovan Smith. I we think took, still we got took, him. We took their guard. Yeah, you took. Yeah, no, you can talk bring up Cincinnati again. Thank you. I didn't even say the team, took but thank you for Cavs club. Hey, y'all both plug your teams. I don't plug my team anybody. like that. I don't plug my. I don't plug my team like that. You can't plug your team because this is just embarrassing to talk about. Yeah. Hey, did we beat y'all last year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was at that game. That that no, thing hurt. You got that one coming. Yeah, they still need a free agent, but it's not. It's not as of right now. 
They're not thinking that he's coming back. Though. I think I think the real reason why Tom came back is because Tom got back to the crib and realized he had, he had to deal with the backlash of kissing his son in the mouth so many times. And his son wanted to fight him when he got home. And he was just like, you know what? I got to go back. I got to go back to work. I'd rather get hit by 400-pound men. I don't care what happens. I just can't look this guy in the eye after kissing him in the mouth repeatedly on a documented television. There's document that you can you can look this up. Tom Brady be kissing his son dead on his mouth, bro. It's sick. He's a sick man, bro. And he be kissing his dad dead on his mouth. And I don't care what nobody say. That is not normal. <laughs> he's a seek help. I don't care what nobody say. Tom got to seek help immediately. That is not no behavior. Let me ask any of y'all. Do y'all be kissing y'all dads? Dead smack dab on your mouth? Yo, Hell Chris, no. your dad going to see this. Hell and no. your dad going to be like. He know what it is. Chris, Chris, he know what it is. Big Chris going to look at this and be like, yo. This is what we do. Thank you. That's what I'm that's saying, it, bro. Look, it's, this, this ain't no toxic masculinity. You can't be kissing your son down his mouth. He's 13 years old, bro. That can't be yo. dropping up on my school. Forget, forget All right, son. Tongue in the sun down. All type of weird stuff. Stupid. Forget the sun, man. Even on the aspect of his father, too. That's at some point, when did that stop? Mm. Him and his father? Son, it's a, it's a picture of them at the Super Bowl in a full embrace. He don't kiss Giselle like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the football field. Right, right. No, Wait, Tom, Tom Brady, can, can we That's all nice. agree on this? Tom knew he wasn't retiring, right? Oh, he wanted not. to keep his name. He wanted to keep his name and his legacy going. He he knew I he think, was coming back. I think the thing is, it got the whole plan of what happened just kind of got spoiled. Adam Schefter released the information. He has his own production company. He didn't want it to come out like that. Mm. And I'm sure the family aspect played a role in it too. Giselle said, bring, exactly said. Bring, your, yes. <laughs> bring yourself home. Spend some time with the kids. Spend some time with me. He was doing that and it was weirdly being done, like posted, like kind of like, hey guys, I'm on vacation. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with my family. I'm, I'm marking it off. So I could come back. And at the end of the day, he said, F them kids. Come back to work. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, that's cool, bro. I mess around with this Tom Brady situation, but if I'm being serious, I don't know what the Bucks are going to look like. We have to watch. We have to see if this all takes shape. I think they'll still be a competitive team in the NFC. It ain't like he has a gauntlet of QBs to get through anymore. No. Oh, he'll have, he'll have to deal with Deshaun one way or another. Atlanta or the Saints. I think it'll be Atlanta. We'll talk about the John. We'll get to, we'll get to Mr. Cosby, but still, hey, we're done with that. Yo. <laughs> hey, y'all did mention it. It's civil. It's civil court still. It's, it's civil court still. Yeah, just when he, just when he went on Twitter and turned to, to, to Pastor West talking about the Lord will set me free, it don't mean that he's actually yeah he's clean, bro. It don't mean that he's clean. He may not be clean, bro. I don't know. Twenty two women is not a coincidence. Twenty two is a lot. Twenty two. That's I don't think everybody was lying. All right. Everybody can't be lying. 22? Look, 22? It was, think about it this only, way. Only person in this whole world where you could definitely say 22 people are lying to you is Jesus. And last time I checked, Deshaun Watson, not Jesus. So Fuck. it was multiple people lying on Jesus when he got crucified. So Come on, bro. That, that's Jesus. Deshaun Watson, 22. And part of the stuff that came out in the actual, you know, case, they said it was mentioned that some of them he admittedly said it was consensual 
So you some at some point, all twenty two, it was consensual. And the articles were bad. It was like him getting massages and he's butt naked under his towel. She walks away to go grab some more essential oils or whatever she had to go get. And this dude flips over and next thing you know, his he's just poking out at her. And that's that's what that's what we're talking about. Like essentially. That was the reports, like going OD like OD, that. like on some weird stuff, like bro, like bro thought this was like a movie, like just like, it's crazy. Yeah, rubbing he... himself on people. Yo, it's great to be afforded. No, I'm keeping it up. That's, that's, that's in the article. That's in the article. That's in the article. I'm telling you what's in the article, bro. Hey, and it's, it's great to be afforded to be in that position of celebrity status and having money because old girl staying standing by her man. She left DeJounte and she she I don't know I don't know what to think about this, by the way. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know either. It's not my business. He's a, he's admitting that some of them they got they got it. Strange. Yeah, they got they got the. the it wasn't like he was very forthcoming with you. You found out through the press. You found out through that, that scathing article I read. Were they together at the time that yeah. these happened? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's that's above thing. my pay grade. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's I mean, I'm that's sure above got, my pay grade. You got some kind of Sherlock following us. I mean, there's any woman could find out. Women find out everything. So I'm sure any woman who follows the podcast can find out if, they, if you know just match up the receipts and see if they were together when this when the when the uh, accused uh, malfeasances happened. But, this man over here. Get people know. to he getting people to work at Shade Room to go find out the information. <laughs> go find out. Line up the receipts. I don't know. At the end of the day, that's the least of his problem. You're gonna have to pay these girls out. But we we, we gonna talk about the football aspect of this, I guess, because I guess that's that's less that's not that's as much fun. To, that's not as much fun to talk about. But we can talk about the football aspect. I mean, when you look at it, I don't think the Bucks turn out to be anything special um, on the football aspect, like you said. You got in the NFC, you got Brady, A-Rod, Deshaun will be over there. That's about it. NFC is weak. Like what, Debo said, it's, it's weak over here. I, I'd rather be in the weak conference. I don't know why you're not crying right now. I, I don't know where I don't know where you're going to get a reprieve from next That's couple the, years. Did I miss any There's no breaks for the Jets. Did I miss any quarterbacks? I don't know. You better compete in that division. No, I don't think so. And, and you know, how are you going to compete with, with the Pats? When they, you know, they're, they're, they're still a well machine. With Mac, with Mac, with Mac, what's his name? McCorkle Jones. McCorkle Jones. The time is coming. J- J- when? The time is coming. When's the, when's the Jet going to find take lift off? Because right now it's still on the ground. We didn't even have the draft yet. Yeah, I got a blown engine right now. Y'all got a blown engine. That's, that's a Delta flight, my boy. This spirit flight. He said the spirit flight. He said he said you took the spirit flight. But I mean, if we be no, if we being realistic, you know, Spirit joined with Frontier. So that's basically Jets and Giants, Spirit and Frontier, if we really be honest. The Giants right the Giants right now. Yeah, not yeah, not yeah, not in the, the, the Giants, not unscathed in this. The Giants not, no, Giants are definitely a low tier flight. Like they, Yeah, Frontier. They, they spirit. We, we are we're we're a goddamn the Giants are, or something. The Giants are the Frontier. We are here, Spirit Airlines. We over here delivering Amazon packages. <laughs> Flying out of flying out of Morristown Airport. <laughs> it's not a good situation for the Giants. Oh man, do you even want to? Because we we talked about it. Do you even want to go into to the to the, the twenty? Do you, do you want to talk about it? I mean, we could. Who, we could who's talk your, about who's like your, our final four? Yeah, who's your final four picks for the twenty? Who's your final four, dog? Cincinnati. <laughs> They're not in it. <laughs> Listen, yo, 
Well, shoot. Yo, today's show been on one. <laughs> you, you mad? You mad about being called spirit? Oh, hey, it's all right. Oh Y'all was spirit God. two years ago. We, we see how shoot. far people can Listen, come. Listen, hey, hey, I'm going to give you that because we were spirit for a long time. Yeah. We were spirit for a long time, but you're not going to stay spirit forever. Exactly. Spirit. <laughs> Frontier, my boy. Frontier. Frontier. But, yo, uh, yo, the, the tournament... Um, I, I think the Cinderella team, I, I would I, I want people to pay attention to. Because, look, I ain't going to sit here and p- pick a Final Four. Like, I know what the hell is going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Course, no, no. That okay. makes it fun. That's and, why and, people and, do brackets every year. But I don't bet. So that's the, that's the problem. Well, <laughs> I don't enjoy this kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's free brackets. He's over here like, oh, shoot, I can put money down for this. <laughs> Yo, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, listen. It, it, the UAB is my team, my Cinderella team to watch. Now, I'm sure by the time you guys listen to this, you will be able to have already lost because that's the way this thing seems to work. But UAB is my, my Cinderella team. For those that don't know, who's UAB? University of Alabama, Birmingham. And they got my boy uh, Jordan Walker, who's playing good basketball. I don't actually know him, but uh, so my boy was just misused. That's why you said my boy, not my bro. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you use it in the right context. I use the right context. My guy. My guy. <laughs> my guy. That, that, that guy. But he, he's, uh, he, he's been playing good ball. And, and I always liked him coming out of high school and – out of the whole Jelly Fan movement, I thought he was one of those guys that had a chance to actually play basketball at a high level. Him, Javon, um, even Isaiah, which, I mean, that didn't really pan out yeah, the way I wanted to. That kind of didn't work out. But um, Where he at right now? Uh, I don't know, so Slovenia or something. Overseas? I don't know, Slovenia, Croatia or something. But the point is, I think that he's playing real good ball, and he's the kind of guy who can kind of spark plug you and get you on a run. But And Davidson, we talk about Davidson. They're a good team to watch, too, in this whole thing. Sure. All right, and if we're talking about two teams that they can win this whole thing, like legitimately – Arizona and Gonzaga are two teams to watch. I think they're both really dangerous. Gonzaga damn near lost today. They were playing a real tight one. Until the, yeah, right. Until they got away from them. But they're still a very talented team with with NBA guys on that team. So I think they specifically Chet Holmgren. So I think they have a chance uh, to win the whole thing as long as and Arizona is dangerous and very very good and it could be their time as well. But we all know that there's a couple upsets that are guaranteed to happen in this whole thing. Uh, as well, I, I I personally think Duke doesn't make it to the Final Four. I'll tell you that right now. No, nope. they kind of smell it and they can falter and fold. I just, it, it just feels like it. Um, as and well, that would be great for Coach K's last. Oh year. my god, <laughs> to see him go out that way. He's oh. had a couple of really embarrassing losses and tough losses this year. With that, with that it recruiting was beautiful. Class. It was beautiful for me. I'm straight this season. UNC, I've been UNC Chapel Hill from from birth. Me too. For them to beat Coach K in his last game, home game with 200 former athletes there, you've got celebrities there and whatnot. And for him, the first thing he says when he gets up for a little little celebration, this was unacceptable. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. They got the paws put on him. And it was a bad loss. And they're going to, they're not. Great, great. You're retiring. Go hang with the kids and USA basketball. He's podcasting now. You go podcast. Take this L. You're not winning the chip. Gladly. I'm, I'm glad this is how it's ended. Can we, uh, there's, there's something that don't sit right with me about this team, bro. Who, they, Duke? About Duke, bro. And besides the fact that they're Duke. They gave John Shower the job, Right. He's the next guy. He was chosen as the heir apparent by Coach K. Oh, you don't talk about the, one of his assistants? Bruh! The, 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 the light-skinned dude. What's his name? 
I, I, I don't is remember. It Dawkins or it's not him, bro. And it's not Nolan. He's been there forever, twenty years. Twenty years with this guy. I think he took a coaching job somewhere else, and that rubbed Coach K the wrong way. Is that what happened? Yeah. I actually don't see him on on the list of assistant coaches anymore. No, because I was talking to my pops about it, and he's upset about it because he's like, "Damn, this this guy hasn't even been on staff for that long, and he's just you know Getting kind of been being gifted a top five job in the country. Top five, top two, yeah, top two job. And and you're right, I don't see the guy on the list anymore. I think he left. Which is crazy because he, his timing was interesting. But, I mean, he'd been there for 20 years. He put his time in. And, honestly, Coach K probably knew at some point he's going to retire a little bit before he did, at least a year I'm before. I'm sure he, he was did. probably the guy. But then once he left, he's like, oh, shoot, he's not sticking around all the way through. Mm. And so, I think that rubbed him the wrong way. So he's like, you know what? His... <laughs> you know, as you can see, he's not he's not a Coach K fan. And Duke got, and, and that's fine. Look, I, Duke will be Duke. Duke's going to get more good players. Duke's going to continue to – you know they they've changed they a lot. They got a good one coming. Yeah, they got a good good class. Of, good no, class. The guy uh, from Jersey. Which guy? Mackenzie. My man, that's over at uh, Monte Verde, right? Oh, Derek. Derek Whitehead. Yeah, Derek Whitehead is very good. Very very. Derek Whitehead is better than any guard they have right now. Trevor Keels. I like Trevor Keels a lot. He's better than get the Trevor Keels tough. I think he's better than there, but he's better than any guard they have right now. I'm a. I know you don't watch. Give me your, your final four. <laughs> I don't watch. Oh, oh, oh. Women's. Yeah, give me your final four. Oh, the, you went to the women's. <laughs> <laughs> Happy International Women's Month. <laughs> I love women. Well, I definitely don't think UConn's making it. Like, the way they mm. played this year, they just don't look good at all. Mm. And then without Paige, things started to unravel a little bit. And I don't know. I think... I like NC State, South Carolina, Louisville, and Stanford. Do you think I South mean, those Carolina are all top teams? This is like a, women's basketball is really top heavy. So yeah, I guess it is. Do you think South Carolina gets it done this year? I mean, Dawn's a good coach. She's, she's phenomenal. Coach. We're talking about Don Staley. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, and I don't watch women's basketball, right? Really hey, Haley Van List from Louisville. I don't Louisville, watch Louisville. I don't, watch, I don't, I don't watch basketball. You know, because she dated Jalen. You see the, you see the clips. I've been, I've been knowing Haley Van List for a while. Lefty, she's tough. I've been knowing Haley Van List. He wasn't looking at the Duke coaching staff. He was looking at. I've been, I've been on. Let me throw some names out there. And Caitlin Clark is like that. No, of course not. But she's like that, regardless. I think Stanford is the team to beat. Cam- Cameron Brink. And you know who's sisters on that team? Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. She's still there? I thought yeah, she graduated. She's still, no, she's no? still there. Russell Wilson's sister on the team? Yeah. I wonder if she listens to Future or not. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> she's a great I got South though. Carolina. I got South Carolina women for the women's. I think Don Stanley will get it done this year. And then I got in the men's. I'm going with Gonzaga getting it together this year. They've been the number one overall seed the last two years. I think, like like Greg mentioned, it's a lot of NBA players on that squad. So I think they get it done actually this year and actually win the whole thing. And something that Chris brought up that was great. So we mentioned Gonzaga, and they have some NBA players on the team. What players right now, whether they're freshmen, sophomore, I don't think anybody's going to talk about any seniors, but any 
players in college right now where their games actually will translate to the NBA. Kid from Auburn, Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. I have a, I have a sleeper for y'all. Jabari Smith is yes. And we could go over the guys in the mock drafts and all that. But for me, I think one guy whose game is going to translate well that people won't really talk about enough. I think Javon's game is going to transfer nicely, nicely to, the game, to the NBA. I think Javon's going to be a better NBA player than he is a college player, which is pretty wow. high praise. But I think because of the way the NBA is played, if you think about his skill set, you've done, you run a lot of high pick and rolls, a lot of, a lot of ice, a lot of drops. For our listeners that may not be tapped in. Like you are, Javon. That's his first name. Javon right? Quinterly. Javon Quinterly out of Alabama. Yes, yes. I didn't say his whole name. I said it like I know him or something. Javon Quinterly out of Alabama. The point guard out of Alabama, number, number 13. If you guys watch, I think he's a guy who has a chance to have a nice NBA career for real. Like on some, like, on some, think, think Jalen Brunson type role where like he can mm-hmm. come in and get you a bucket. And Jalen Brunson's really good. Okay. But, and maybe not as good as him, but just like around that level, on that level. He get on the right team. Like yeah, situation. it could be a nice fit because just the way he plays and like again, his ability to create his own shot, his ability to create for others, his creativity off the bounce. Like there's nothing you can really do. He's kind of like there's nothing you really do to throw him off his track. He don't speed him up because he's got everything in his bag in terms of being able to handle the ball. I, I like and he can shoot. So I like I wanna, him a lot. I want to correct something real quick. We said right team, right situation. That you can say that pretty much for yeah, any, any play in the world. It's really so much the coach that lets him play the game. Yeah. Because we, we see people get drafted like, yo, they would fit perfectly in the system. But if the coach doesn't want to use them that way, if we have some of those coaches still, to this day, still have the mentality of these younger players got to earn their minutes, Tibbs, got to earn their minutes, they got to do certain things before they get playing time, Tibbs. So we still see that in the league now. So it's more so the coach and the organization that believes in these players can't flourish because we see players that get the ball in their hand from day one. They get a lot of usage rate and other players who might have been viewed at as even better or talented or more skilled get in a situation where it's like, nah, we're not going to put you in a position to succeed. We're not going to give you the rock that quick. We want you to work for it. We want you to earn it. And it's different. And you got to earn your minutes. I I agree with it to some extent, but I feel like you know, especially it depends on your team situation. If your team was expected to be a cer- at a certain place in the standings and they aren't, you're not getting minutes. Like that's kind of when it's hard for a rookie to grow. That you know, when you're just stubborn in your approach and you're playing the same old, the same vets and all that stuff. You got to play the young guys. Um, and I know I feel like it feels like I'm taking shots at Knicks fans right now in this situation, and I kind of am. But I'm also talking about just in general. Like it's just a general point. Oh, like, I was taking shots because I can't stand to. Yeah, Tibbs is, and, and apparently they're bringing him back next year too, which is crazy. I saw that report. Oh man, but. Um, hard times in New York. Hard times in New York. Hard times in New York. Hard times in the, the, the Gotham City, <laughs> not Brooklyn. <laughs> but um, Gotham Square Garden. Gotham Square Garden. <laughs> but um, nah, man. I think I think Javon Quinterly is a good guy to look at. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I like the guy Trevor Keels out of Duke too. I'm just trying to pick guys that you may not have heard of. Trevor Keels too. Um, as well, I think Davidson has a, a really nice, um, good player that looks looks real good out there. And I'm not gonna try to say the name; I'm not trying to mess up his name um, at all. But he's he's very solid, and you'll know who he is when you watch him. There, he's a he's a the wing over there. They have can shoot the ball real real nice. I, I try to find the guys that are not on people's radar, but there are a lot of guys in this up in this tournament you're gonna see that are gonna really surprise you and play good basketball, and they're gonna they're gonna make a name for themselves, and also. 
put themselves in the map in terms of the draft. There's, there's guys hey, who are going to do it. Hey, Chris, before before we close out, talk to us real quick. You said before we started the show off air, and you know at some point <clears throat> we'll have a cameraman, so we were recording the whole time and off air, and I see behind the scene bloopers and whatnot. If any camera want to come do that, you know, <laughs> holla at us. But you said you don't think Chet Holmgren's game will translate into the NBA. Talk to us about that. Only on, and there's a caveat to this. Only if he doesn't put on weight. He's too frail right now to to be playing in the NBA with with people that are as big as Braun, people that are as big as Giannis. You watch him tonight. When he goes in the paint, he can get a bucket, right? Because he's towering over everybody. But when they had people jumping up and trying to swat him, the way he jumps, he's not going into the contact because he doesn't have the muscle to go into that contact. He Chet Holmgreen has all the skills to be successful in the NBA. He has the handles. He can shoot the ball. He can rebound. He can block shots. But when you're going up against grown men, people like Braun, people like Giannis, people that have athletic ability, you know, the – uh, DeAndre Jordans of the world, right? People that are, are strong and can really, really send your stuff, that, that's going to be a problem for him. And I think, you know, he, he's definitely someone that's obviously going to take it seriously and, and put on the weight. He's going to get, you know, have the right trainers around him and he'll, he'll be fine. But if, if he stayed where he was right now, and, and for some people it's, it's hard for them to put on weight. He's so tall. He's so lanky. He grew so quick. When you watch him play, sometimes he, he still doesn't look comfortable when he, when he comes down from a rebound. You know, he's falling all the time, and you, you saw it a little bit tonight. But um, I, I think he'll be fine. I, but that, that's the only thing I'm worried about with him is is the size factor of it. Some people, like like KD, like it's not easy for people to put on muscle. KD is just a special talent. It's also stronger than he looks. You know, that's fact. Guys, yeah, they don't feel out the same. I, 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 I think that's what it is, too. Like, they don't feel out the same. They don't feel out the same. And it's hard think, when you're – how tall how tall is Chet? Seven, 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 two, seven one, something like something that. Something crazy. I think the thing is too, like he still he still has to, like you said, he has to put on some more. I don't think it's weight. I think it's more muscle. And the thing is, when you're that tall, especially playing basketball, it's not like football where you might want to, you know, probably put on more muscle and weight. Mm. Basketball, you still want to be able to have your mobility, your flexibility. So I think once all season hit, especially when he gets ready for for NBA training camps and NBA workouts. He will never, I don't think, same like him, Porzingis, KD, they will never fill out to the point where you're like, oh, they look strong. But the way that these NBA trainers are and these workout programs and these regimens and what they're eating, KD, you're not pushing KD around. He don't look built like that, but he still is strong like Greg was saying. I think that's the thing that the he'll learn at that next level. Yeah. He'll learn how to build the strength. Yep. And build the power to be able to withhold and stand what he needs to do and be able to withstand also the 82 game season. Hopefully, better than the likes of like a Porzingis, who has kind of like the same frame, but has not been able to stay healthy at right. all. But uh, the one thing about Porzingis, he looks comfortable in his body. You know, the weight he's at, the the muscle that he has, like he, he looks lean and, and comfortable. I'm glad you guys brought Porzingis. Don't do me a favor this draft season and don't compare. Don't be lazy and compare Porzingis to Chet just because they're two tall white guys. I feel like every year we get yeah, this. I feel like he's, yeah, I think he's more skilled. I, he's more Porzingis. skilled than Porzingis was coming into the NBA, which is pretty scary. But he's more skilled, which is why I think he's the number one pick. Um, I, I think that's the skill at that size. Like it's a little Chet bit different. Chet, Chet, I pick? think Chet is the number one pick because of his ability to handle the ball and he's got guard skill with that height. 
Porzingis yeah. wasn't like that. Porzingis was an amazing shooter at that size, could affect shots to the basket. But it really was a shooting that really set him apart early on in his career. He had an amazing set, just set shot game. He could turn around over the shoulder, each shoulder, because he's so tall, you can't contest it. But Chet can do those things, and he also has just got he's got like he's got like a rack attack. He's got a game, like going to the basket. So he's got a bag. You know, it's not a Birkin yet, but it's a bag. Yeah, so just imagine when he puts it on weight and, you know, that post game gets more right. efficient. Right. And also be careful with pa- Paolo. Like there, there could be a little buyer's remorse. I don't know how I feel about Paolo as as a face of your I, franchise he's, type he's of guy. like a mellow to me. Mellow. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to explain yourself here. You don't. I mean, he's real skilled. He's probably the most skilled guy coming into the NBA out of the draft right now. Kind of like Melo was. I mean, his, his game was ready right off the bat. I feel, I He's feel got like, post moves, yeah. off the dribble, a pull-up jumper. Yeah. I think I think Powell's the safest player you can make in the draft. Don't get me wrong. He's safe. I just feel like there is just – when I watch him, there's just like this hesitancy to take over games that guys as talented as he, as he is should do. The no. reason why Duke has lost a lot of these games is because he does not take over in these moments. Car- he doesn't write at home. Carmelo Car- was a dog in college at Syracuse, though. Carmelo came not, out. Not, Carmelo not, was a damn good product. We're not, talking about Syrac- we're not talking about Syracuse, Carmelo. We're talking about Carmelo in regards of he has the ability to take over. Paolo. Carmelo obviously does take over when he's at his prime. Yeah. We're talking about in that regard that he has the skill set like a Melo to do that. The issue that you have with him, though, is that he doesn't. I don't, take I don't even that think skill he's as skilled as Melo was coming out. I don't think it's a comparable thing. The, Com- skills wise. The same the skills. Are we're talking to me. Obviously, he's not Melo because if that was the case, Duke would be in a different situation. If he was, was Melo, he's number one pick. Let's just put it that way. Melo was number one in this draft. We're saying basically he has the same. He's in the same breath in that regard. Like he has the post game, he has the moves, he has the skills. There's, there's stuff the there. bag obviously isn't as deep as Mellow's because yeah. Mello, we talk about as an all-time he skilled player, straight from straight from day one at Syracuse, all-time skilled player ever, ever, ever. The thing is, that's what we're saying. He has that potential to be that, but he. It seems like, as you mentioned, in times where it's time to take over, it's time to. Just go out there, be aggressive. Whereas times like that Duke UNC game, you don't let that happen with that skill set and having that dog. I think sometimes what we've seen throughout the season at different points, we've seen that AD that AD complex. We know you're a top five talent. Paolo is a top five talent. Sometimes he doesn't match it up with his drive, his energy, that dog. Of, let me go take over this game. Mm-hmm. Let me go drop forty. Mm-hmm. Put my foot on their throat from the jump. Let y'all know, I'm the best player in this gym. Y'all know it. I'm going to show you. I'm going to drop 20 in the first half. We're going to be up by 10. Game's over. It was like Duke, Duke has a team like that yeah. where if if he steps up and does his – from jump, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to put my foot on y'all throat. We're going to be up by 10-15 at halftime. Our team is deep enough. You're not coming back 10-15 up, and I keep my foot on your throat? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly my point, and I don't, I don't really see. It. I saw earlier this season; it looked like he kind of had that early this season and lost a little bit of momentum. That's why I worry about with him. So, I mean, look, I think he's still a good pick for any team that picks him. I'm not saying he's not, he's going to be a good player; could be an all star, could be, could be, could be. But I, 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 I can say that about a lot of people. So, I, yeah, you can say say it about a lot of people. Exactly. It's all comes down to the coaching once they get to the the NBA. Yeah, how he pulls out the best out of him. 
I mean, all these guys are talented coming into the draft, but I mean, you got to maximize that talent. Facts. Well, that's what we do here. We maximize our talent because we stay ready, so we ain't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace.